see if this thing still works. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Never Podcast, episode 39. Ooh. Where do we leave off? Shit. <laughs> I'm going to look that up real quick because <laughs> it's been a while, guys. Thanks for uh, not unsubscribing, hopefully. Just 39. Just enough. 39 wonderful episodes. Well, 38. This is 39. Uh, but thank you guys so much. Happy New Year. Happy Honda Days to everybody. Bobby, I know you're Jewish, so you celebrate Chogotathon. Yes. We don't judge you for that. That's awesome, actually. Um, but you guys have a good New Year? Wait, before we get into any of that, I'm, I'm already burying the lead. We have a guest today, folks. Hey. I am your, I'm your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez. Joined by, you know him, you love him. He's everybody's favorite uncle. The $100 man, Bobby Diaz. What's up, baby? And I didn't get it. Well, I think I can make up a name right now. Okay. Um, from Reckless Eating. Mm-hmm. From N-O-W. Ooh, old school. Okay. Sean, what you gonna do, brother? <laughs> Ton. <laughs> yeah. ah, I like that one. Right? Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Um, if you can, get the mic kind of... A tad bit closer. There it is. That is this better? No, that's way better oh, for yeah. sure. A little okay. bit, yeah. Um, you got it. I've known Sean for, geez, I don't even know, oh, more than a, easily more than a decade, probably. I think we're going 11, 12 years yeah, now. Closer yeah, closer to one and a half decades. Yes. Ooh, yes. Um, Long we've, time. We've been up and down the roads together, brother. Yeah, sure. Have. Um, but he, we have done some shit. If you want to talk about 12 years, like we have done some shit, some serious <laughs> shit. <laughs> like. We got stories that could go on for days. We can. We have we have an hour. Well, you know what? Let's get going. Let's get into this. <laughs> um, you listen to the Put Me Over podcast, the new, 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 new world order of podcasting. And um, Sean, have you ever heard of these like mystery loot boxes? I the, have. They're like Wrestle Crate. Um, we actually are sponsored by one of them. You know what? I did know that. Congratulations on that. I think that's a wonderful partnership. It actually is because they actually have. The greatest stuff I think you're gonna find in any of these wrestle crates. WrestleCrate.com. If you're ever in the in the, in the need and you're like, you know what, I'm tired of buying things that I know what I'm gonna get ahead of time. Why don't you subscribe to the WrestleCrate.com? Here's what's gonna happen. You go to their website, right? You type in WrestleCrate.com in the search bar. You pull it up. You sign up for your first month with our promo code. Put me over. You're gonna type that into the discount code. It's gonna give you 20%, and in turn, put you over. And you're going to enjoy 20% off your first crate. I think it's a great deal. Not only that, it works with lapelyad.com. We also are partnered up with them, too. Um, offer If you've seen a wrestling pin, they've probably made it. Um, this shirt is actually from Lapelyad. So nice. Lapelyad slash wrestle crate. So you can, you can use our promo code at either of those websites. Put me over. You're going to get 20% off your entire order. And I think it's a great deal. Um, 20%. That's, that's, they got a, that's a damn good really discount. Really right awesome shirt dropping tomorrow with their Royal Rumble. It looks, oh, amazing. for real? I haven't seen it. It looks awesome, dude. Well, they had like a, they had a really cool Marty Squirrel for October. Okay. It was like, uh, it was Marty Squirrel and it was very, it was Haunted Mansion inspired. Oh. Where the, he was like holding the hat box, you know, from the Haunted Mansion. Yes. And it glowed in the dark on top of everything. Oh. So, like, it was dope. So you turn off the That's light, cool. and Marty's head would be inside the, the box with the 
the beak. How creative. That, Pretty. That's yeah, cool. They're I, doing really cool shit. I wish there. I had that now and I haven't even seen it yet. Well, you can go to the website, WrestleCrate.com, <laughs> uh, and you get put over by the website. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, downloading, subscribing, uh, following us, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. Uh, we're available on all platforms. Google Play. We fixed that issue. We're good yes, there now. We're there. Spotify, Stitcher. Wherever you can find your podcast, you can find us. Thank you so much for joining us. And with that said, let's get into the show, guys. Oh, my God. We have been, we, we've taken a long break. We apologize. We had holidays. We had Honda days. We had so much things going on, guys. <laughs> and um, I'm sure you guys did too. You guys don't have time for a wrestling podcast. So, I mean, I hope you guys watched your wrestling and you kept up. If not, we're going to fill you in very quickly on what's happened. Um, on the past couple of weeks of wrestling, a lot of news. So, with that being said, let's get into some Drew's dirty news. What? Take it away, Drew. All right, thanks, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a what what a great holiday! It's great to be back. Can't say it enough. Uh, one thing. 2019 is already running loose, running savage, dude. Uh, we lost one of the greats, dropping the L's. Ah, man, this one, this one, this one hurt. This was like Macho Man level status. Gene Okerlund, Mean Gene Okerlund, dies at the age of 76 years old. Um, what more can we say about Mean Gene that you know hasn't been said already? He was the voice, literally the voice of a generation. Yeah, a I golden era, if yeah. you will. Hundred percent. Um, and you know, you don't see those macho man interviews. They don't, they're not as great without Gene Okerlund being there to play off him. I mean, not only, not only macho man, but Hulk Hogan, like, well, you know, mean Gene, like that was, yeah, that was the thing. That was what was said. Um, you guys have any great memories from watching Gene do his thing? I think one of the most legendary ones, which they show it all the time, so it it's, it's seems very out there to, to say it, but the Andre segment when his, he's holding his like fist up or his hand up to his head. Oh, yeah. yeah dude. Like before he covers it up. But that was one of those segments where Mean Gene's face, like his, <laughs> his expressions were like he was still trying to keep business, but he was having so much fun because he had no idea what was going on. He made segments fun. He was a true professional. No, with like, with a legendary voice, like his voice is just so, like even in WCW, like still like held held, held it down. Um, I I um, I remember you know the classic fuck it you know yeah fuck it. yeah because <laughs> um, they couldn't get the sign going right. Uh, put that cigarette out is yeah. another one where after Rick Rick Flair won the Royal Rumble in '92 for the title. Okay, they're celebrating. He's talking about it, and then. I guess Gene sees one of the people behind the camera light up a cigarette, and he just yells, <laughs> "Put that cigarette out!" Um, and that's so, so professional, dude. <laughs> and like, who? Think about it. Who else can do a great backstage interview today? That's not a robot with giant cans and blonde hair. Yeah, or Car Nobody. Charlie Crusoe. That's exactly it. Is because I I remember like watching you watch him, and he it was just so professional. He had it down like he knew exactly what he was saying without fumbling his words. His timing. And his time. His, yes. Timing. His timing perfect. was, he was perfect. so good. And he ah, made it seem like a big deal. Like yeah. when Ric Flair won the won the won the rumble and got the belt, like I was just watching that. Um, 
It, it felt like a big deal. He even said, like, the press is all here. Like, the press wasn't there, yeah, but, like, yeah. he made it seem like <laughs> it was a big deal. And, like, I don't know. No one else has that same... I, I, maybe because they're scripted now, but like he was That's very probably was off the cuff. That like, was a hundred percent of it. I, I think Gene was was friends with a lot of these guys, and he was so in depth. He knew the stories. He knew what they were trying to do, and he, of course, he probably had some written direction or something. Yeah. But it made it so easy because he was passionate and he loved it. He was a true professional that that wanted to make uh, each segment better than than. His, I guess what it it would have been without him. His great was when the sign fell. What is, oh, this this is this what two hundred dollars gets you? Two hundred dollars <laughs> an hour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, rest in peace, Mean Gene. Uh, we're definitely gonna miss you. I mean, he was just on Raw not so long ago. Yeah, yeah. not too long ago. Yeah. Um, I think AJ Styles like introduced him. It might have been the twenty fifth anniversary of Raw. I think so. Yeah. Um, so you know that's that's a big one. Um, Starting the year off crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of starting the year off crazy, we finally got the ending to. We finally found out what the timer was on being the elite. Sure did. Um, midnight came and it was announced. All elite wrestling yes. is a go. Ooh, this official. is official. This is hot. This is the hottest for for the new year. Uh, Tony Khan, who um, is the owner of Fulham. Yeah, they're going to get relegated, but it's still a Premier League team. Yeah, it's still worth billions. I mean, it's no Manchester United, but um, it's it's still, you know, Premier League. And his dad owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. So a lot of money. That is, is good company to is, do business with. Is here. Yeah. Um, Cody Rhodes has actually signed the contract. He's the vice president of this shit. That's insane. And I'm sure he's going to still keep wrestling. Like, that, he's going to keep going with it. Oh, he is the game. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know? definitely. Easily. Um, so what do you guys think? What I have, a, I have a lot to kind of say about what, how this affects WWE and it's already sending ripples even before they announced it. I think WWE was bracing for this and I'm excited. You know, we could get another Monday night war. That's what I'm hoping for. I mean, they, they signed MNW two. <laughs> yeah. they, they signed away the, uh, the copyrights for Tuesday night dynamite. So they they own that. So you know that's something that that's might happen. Dynamite, Nitro, TNT. TNT. They all kind of go together. Yeah. I think it's perfect. I mean, as long as AOL Time Warner doesn't run the, doesn't have like a stick up their ass about <laughs> wrestling, I think they can make a lot of money. Um, and you know, good good for them. You know, they've been working their asses off to get to this point. I remember seeing the Young Bucks and PWG. Yeah. Um, Years, years ago. ago when so we first started ago. hanging out 12 years ago yeah Jeez. exactly um and you know for 20 bucks inside of Reseda, they've yeah. been they've been top dogs in southern california forever so for them to become top dogs and i think it's it's hard for us to not imagine them not being in a top level spot no matter what they did because we've been watching them for so long and they've ex excelled and succeeded at absolutely everything i think uh all elite is something to get excited about as a wrestling fan but then, from a business perspective, to have everybody like WWE and Ring of Honor, New Japan, everyone's put on notice. I guess TNA, if you want to consider them, I mean, <laughs> in uh, the yeah. game. But if TNA thought they were number three, they're now a distant seven or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I think I think it's absolutely exciting. It's going to do something new, and especially partnering up with uh with the Khan family is uh. Well, I I heard that he's a huge wrestling mark. 
Like, so he likes wrestling. So that's even makes it even better for them. It's yeah. not just a business. It's yeah. like something he's that, actually passionate about. But how about much it? do you think he's actually going to be involved in the handling of anything? Is, is, is he just the money man? He's going to be the Ted Turner. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. going to. Hey, man. Just write a check, dude. Hey, <laughs> we're trying to get it, G Styles. We need four mil, all right? Make it happen. <laughs> you got it. Here you go. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of. They they can make a big splash as long as they have the backing. We don't know what if they're going to be on a TV network. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about that. It's all speculation. But a lot of big names floating around. Jim Ross, I mean, is already rumored to be a part of it. Chris Jericho is already rumored to be a part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I'm hearing names like Goldberg. Yeah. And, uh, and DDP. Yep. And, and uh, you know, yeah. Th- those type of things that like with Goldberg, that's like the type of name you want yeah. to push in right now. Like that old school wrestler to push in all those like old fans and saying, oh, I need to watch this now. Just to see what's going to happen. Exactly. I mean, and I don't I don't think they are going to rely on these names at all. If anything, no. like, they're, they're going to just be a special attraction. But a name that I think could really pull in the viewers, CM Punk. That, that would be everything that they would need right there. That would sign to gain, all the checks. To gain big media attention, having CM Punk Ooh. on a show. Do you know how much how much money do you think he would want Ooh. to be able to be on that show? Ooh. <laughs> Good question. And, and That's <laughs> I don't know if Fulham can, uh, can <laughs> produce that kind of money. And even as it, and even then, do you think he would go full time or he'd be a part timer? Well, we don't even know if they're gonna tour. Yeah. We don't know anything really that's going on. There's actually gonna be an all elite wrestling rally. Yeah. Next uh, next week on the eighth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know we're all going to be tuned in for to see. Um, very interesting. I'm very excited. Um, I don't know. And speculation from the eighth is that they're they're going to be announcing their their next event and future plans. Yeah, I think that that's when they're going to announce uh, what the is double it? Or uh, nothing double show. or nothing show. Yeah. Um, maybe the TV. Sh- maybe the TV will be announced then. Maybe they'll Definitely. start doing YouTube things for now who knows this could really just go anywhere which if they're if rumors are right and double or nothing being held in las vegas that would be wonderful to uh to that'd be a great great little road trip you know especially trip especially for us definitely yeah great little 45 mile plane ride (laughs) (laughs) i'm Um, not bad just seeing a bunch of marks walk up and down the streets with wrestling t-shirts and everyone's just like what yeah the hell is this exactly (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Exciting times. Um, what else do we got in the news, Drew Boy? Um, Kenny Omega is not officially with AEW though. That's one thing that they're, that's one piece that they're kind of missing. He's the holdout, um, but I feel like they could build up on that, like draw everyone's excitement because nobody knows. I don't even think New Japan knows what's going on right now. No, I don't think that they know anything. He has his match tonight at Wrestle Kingdom, which we're gonna get into. Yeah, and but on? he. From what I've been reading and all those speculations is WWE is throwing a bunch of money at him. Like they're well, like throwing everything they can just to get him to sign on. Apparently, he's already met with Triple H. They yeah. flew him over Ooh. to Connecticut and uh, at least to have a little lunch and a conversation, huh? Yeah. Ooh, that's scary. That is scary. That would be. Do you guys feel like that would be a massive loss for the independent scene, or I? I he's been he's been in Japan for so long. Yeah. I mean, AJ was kind of in J- Japan for a couple of years, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Royal Rumble came, and he made a big splash in the Royal Rumble. That's true. That's that's the speculation is that he might end up showing up on Royal Rumble. 
when is his co- his contract's over tonight or it, it's literally like the end of this week or something oh, like that. Yeah. It's not it's very soon. So who knows? Very exciting. Um what else do we got? Um I think that's all we got for the news so far. I mean I don't know if you want to Have you guys seen a botch club on the network? Yes. Go out of your way to watch it if you haven't. Um basically you got the good brothers, Gallows and Anderson, um doing a botchmania style uh type of show. But go watch a lot of insider info, a lot of uh a lot of inside terminology thrown around. Same with the Edge of Christian show. Mm-hmm. That show they they did a Unsolved Mysteries esque uh edition where they were in search of K Fabe. <laughs> And uh, when did she die? <laughs> it's when, pretty. When do you think Kayfabe died? Oof. Everyone blames the curtain call. I think that's like the 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 number one you can kind of point and go. But I think it had to have happened before that. People were questioning in the early nineties. Yeah. What was going on, and especially after so many showy type matches. Yeah, yeah. That I think people were questioning, but I feel like that's what. The finger gets pointed to the most is is that one night at MSG, the curtain call. Obviously, yeah. I mean you have the big, yeah, your biggest face, yeah, your biggest heel against with your your other two but two guys, uh, Razor and Triple H. Um, you guys watch the UFC two thirty two? Yes, I missed that one. Cyborg undefeated, going against Amanda Nunez, who was also undefeated, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think she was undefeated. But she basically was the one that retired Ronda Rousey. Okay. Ooh, dude, okay. That was a bad <laughs> Like, embarrassed her. Um, super underdog. And in the first round, knocks out Chris Cyborg. Ooh. That was... A nasty. No- na- like, knocked her down. She got up and then just kept walloping on her. And just... You could see her face just, like, smashed. You can look oh, it up online. Uh, but now she's the first ever woman to carry uh, the both... What is it? Lightweight and uh, bantamweight and uh, the the forty five. I don't know what that which belt that F- is. Not flyweight. No, no, no. So she's the one thirty five champ and the one forty five champ. Jeez. Do you think we're getting worked by UFC? N- not the way those punches not, were thrown. Well, not not in that fight. Not in that fight. But I mean, with the John Jones controversy, like, are they setting it? Are they trying to set up angles and storylines? Because immediately after John Jones won his fight, which was bullshit, he was. Positive for steroids, he shouldn't have been fighting. Mm-hmm. Makes me so mad. We are right now. We're already getting uh, Cormier rumors going. Like yeah. they, I feel like they, I feel like they, they work because the whole reason why we want to watch that fight was to watch John Jones lose. He didn't lose. Oh yeah, yeah. but we got like many Mayweathered on this because we didn't want to see. We didn't care if we didn't care if Gustafson won as much as we hoped. We just wanted to see Jones lose. Jones Jones lose in a fashion that we never saw. Yeah, but man, the guy's the guy's good, but I fucking hate him. Like I cannot believe <laughs> he's a real piece of shit. He's a real piece of shit. Real piece the of worst. shit. Worst. Real piece of shit. That but guy. I, yeah, I, I feel like they they really are taking a page out of the uh, the you know the wrestling book of the heels versus the you know the faces for sure. And Jones is a full on heel. Oh, dude, he's going full heel and not and a cool heel. No, not a cool heel. <laughs> Asshole heel. <laughs> the kind of heel that hits pregnant women when, uh, with a car and then oh. doesn't check on them. Just goes no. back to go run and get grab his drugs and money. Yep. <laughs> Asshole. And then runs away. Then runs out. Piece of shit, man. Fucking oh, so bad. I was hungover on New Year's Day when they had a little bit of a raw. Wait, 
Am I am I wrong? New, New, New Year's, Year's Day, Day was SmackDown. Was SmackDown. Cool. So yeah, I didn't watch Raw, and I was hungover watching Raw and SmackDown. Um, but good shows. Definitely better than uh, they have been, at least. So we got the McMahons back in power, and I don't know if I trust them all the way because they have burned me so many times in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was me, Austin. <laughs> um, you know, just they've been shitty people. Stephanie McMahon gets on my nerves to no end. <laughs> and now they're being portrayed as we're listening to the fans and we're going to give you what you want. You're going to see new faces. What we want is good storylines, yes, first of all. That so, is it, actually, when it comes down to it. Like, the wrestling is going to come into play. Give me some reason to care about the wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's 100% it. They are put, They put over Apollo Crews pretty hard um, on this show. Um, he qualified to fight Dean Ambrose later on at night and um, in a uh, battle royal that included Zack Ryder, who we haven't seen <laughs> in all of 2018. So I'm glad he made it. And Hawkins was in that. Hawkins was As in well, it, and yeah. he was the he he had the hope spot. Yeah, he did. He had he totally had the hope spot, and um, Barry Corby, Barry yeah. Corby, who <laughs> still wrestles in a tuxedo for some reason. <laughs> Fucking guy, man. I don't get it. Major I don't D, get dude. it. You're not even you're not even a Baron. You're not even Corbin anymore. Like what are the, uh, the constable constable constable? Yeah, go back to. Whatever you were wearing before. Maybe he lost all of his, his ring gear. He was like, the GM position's my job. And I'm yeah. going to throw it all away. Once and he then, shaved his head, he's like, I'm throwing away everything. <laughs> I'm a new man. I'm a new man. New, new year, new me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Apollo Crews went over pretty big. He had a lot of good spots in the in the match with um, Dean Ambrose. We knew Dean, Dean was going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but who cares? Yeah, I, yeah, they booked him so bad. I was watching the match, and Apollo was on the offense the whole time. He looked great, and he looked good. And I was at the at for a split second, I was like, "Damn, he could win this." Yeah, he, he could definitely win. And then it's like they turn it around, and then Dean fucking wins. Like, well, I mean, Dean Dean's has his own thing going on with Seth, so I, I kind of you know you it's kind of telegraphed that Apollo isn't going to win. They want to make him look good, and it's great that they made him look good, but. Without any kind of meaningful storyline behind him or anything that makes me care about his character. Ever, ever. Not once have they done that. I don't care. They haven't done anything mm-hmm. once, dude. No. They put him with Titus and that was he, what he's happened. Had, he's had matches. He's had matches that have showcased his ability. And like, yes, he's powerful. Yes, he can flip around. Yes, he, he's a quality worker. But going back to your point, like just he hasn't done anything to make anybody get invested to care about him. Which hurts the matches. Like, at least who's like, he beaten? A guy, no. Is he gonna beat Ambrose in in an icy title match? <laughs> no <laughs> way. On the first time they, they put him in a situation like that, no Not way. At all. Um, but you see a guy like Mustafa Ali, who I can obviously stick my teeth into because. He's an underdog. Yeah. He he's not only just flashing the ring, he sells great. His storyline, his storytelling in the ring is awesome. His work rate is awesome. And I'm I'm rooting for the guy because I know he came from 205. I know what he's capable of. And you know, now they have him feuding with Daniel Bryan. Like that's Amazing. huge, man. Who do yeah. you think who do you think made the call on that? Daniel Bryan. 100%. 100%. You think he was like, this is who I want to work with. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, I would hope so because I mean, him being the vet he is, you, you'd think he'd be like, "Hey, that's the guy. He's great. Let's put him against me. Let's make his story good because I think that he, people can get behind him." But to give, w- especially with my heel, it's hard move. to even imagine being able to convince 
Vince or or the writers to even let that be a thing. Like, hey, let me pull some guy from 205 and let me have a, you're a heavyweight champion, sir. We can't let you do that. Come on. <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's true. <laughs> you have a point. <laughs> but if they want to go in this new direction, they got to they got to cut I I I personally hate 205. I don't watch it. I know that they have I good really matches. Watch it either, I no. know that, you know, they're probably doing great work on it. I just don't watch it because I have an I have five hours of wrestling I need to watch every week for sure. Plus NXT. Yeah. Plus, you know, we've already talked about it before, but then you have a pay-per-view that week. Like, that's a mm-hmm. lot of wrestling to watch. Another hour of wrestling you want me to watch? And then there's Mixed Match Challenge. There's all this other bullshit that I can't really get into all the time. So when they call him up from 205, I wish that they would just incorporate all of this, split them up. And have them both be on Raw and SmackDown, Cruiserweight yeah. Division on Raw and SmackDown. That makes sense. Yeah. They they really should. They just should involve it in the the main product. I don't think they need to be alienated to where like no. oh you can't fight you can't fight this person. Because I just seen Dan O'Brien fight Brock Lesnar and yeah. I believed the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. And it was an awesome match. <laughs> yeah. Sold the shit out of everything and I loved every second of it. <laughs> it was awesome. So like that they that if they if their thinking is oh they're too small. Look at Finn Balor. Finn Balor's a small guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I hope they put the rocket pack on him soon. That's the thing is, like, you, you see, I think there aren't very many big wrestlers in, uh, right now. Like, there's Braun and Corbin, and now there's going to be Lars. Well, he's lost his last name, Sullivan, now, so he's just, he's just Lars. Lars? Oh well, I mean, I'm smart. They, they just keep saying Lars. That's it. They, don't, they don't even say his That's last name. That's so annoying. Like, you, so. Can't, you can't chant that. You can't boo that. Like, it's just... It's just Lars, <laughs> he's Lars. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, like I guess like Lars, Lars, but that yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. At least yeah. three syllables. Come on, yeah. <laughs> so love Vin, so love Vin. I could do that. <laughs> but I mean, you see all the guys that are in NXT right now. They're tiny guys. Yeah, they're not big guys. You know, they're not huge. So they, I think they need to push away from that huge, the big guys, and the two hundred five need to stay where they're at because they're too small. Right, dude, they're they're fine. Mix just yeah. put them in there. Just mix them up. Put it in there, man. It's good. Uh, speaking of people that have kind of lo- fell off, um, I am a huge Dolph Ziggler mark. Yes, love Dolph Ziggler always. And he just got destroyed by <sighs> a big man, Drew, a Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a cage match, like a thirty-minute cage match in the beginning of Raw. It was really good too. It was really good. I was hooked from the mm-hmm. the second the cage started coming down. Yeah, I I was like, wait, what? Cage match? <laughs> what the hell's going Raw. on over here, to, man? To start the show. New Year, yeah. new Raw, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Which, you can give me Drew McIntyre against someone that I'm invested in or that I care about. Drew McIntyre is amazing. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're Now, if they take the route of putting him as the big man, it's some jobber or someone that I don't care about. Yeah. I'm not going to care about Drew McIntyre. I'm not invested in him like that. But you give me a good match. You throw him in with Dolph Ziggler at any moment. I'll watch that any day of the week because, especially they're both they're both great. They're both awesome. The storyline that they've been it's it's not just so they didn't like each other last week and now they're blowing it off in a cage match. Like this has actually been building for a long time. Yeah. Um. But great match. Uh. But Drew McIntyre shows his dominance, and I want to see him versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. That would that would be great. I'm sad to <laughs> think of what would happen to him in that match, but I think it would be believable. He's he's shown that he's not afraid of the monsters. He went mm. he went monster hunting for yeah. crying out loud against Braun Strowman, who it's was true. who was the monster at the time. Like 
if anyone can step up and if Vince doesn't want to go with like a Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar, I think Drew McIntyre would be a great yeah, uh, a great person to put in that spot. Well, he was yeah. Vince's chosen one at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, hey, and he came back and he's he's proven his point. Like, well, they booked him like shit when the first yeah, go around. Yeah, and, like, oh, he's Scottish. We gotta <laughs> we gotta put him in a Scottish flag, and uh, you know we gotta make him uh, really Scottish whiskey and <laughs> go go deeper with your accent. Make him hate you. You're an outsider. But you're the Intercontinental Champion, <laughs> and you're the chosen one <laughs> with big grapefruits. Yeah. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, it's just I'm glad what they're. I think they finally saw the error in their ways. Oh yeah. It's I, been. I mean, but we've seen that. How quick can they screw that up, though? Ooh, so quickly. I, I, this is the thing: is in record got, time. <laughs> in record time. Think it up. actually, it's not even show night, but there could be screwing it up right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh yeah, Vince is in his yellow legal pad like, ah, what is all this crap? Ah, <laughs> uh, Apollo what? Who? <laughs> no, we've landed on the moon years ago. <laughs> now, Sasha Banks, let's make the tag division and the women's division. We got to oh. talk about that, too. Yes, we do need to we talk have, about that. We have six women on our vision. Let's make a tag team for them. <laughs> they'll, they'll battle each other every week. <laughs> Same three teams. Three-way matches. <laughs> they would every week. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, but that they did announce that Vince McMahon dressed up like Santa Claus. Yep. Um, which, you know, I'll take that over, like, a Stephanie McMahon belittling all the women and be like, Mother Hen is here. Listen to what I have to say. <laughs> I created women's wrestling. Come I here. created yeah. all of this. I I started this revolution. Not um, AJ. Not Styles. Lee. Lee. Yeah. Yes. But I loved that uh, that spot where uh, Ziggler was laying on the edge of the cage and he put the chair right there. And oh, he went, bam! dude, that looked like oh. it. That looked like it sucked. That looked that like, looked it, really like hurt. it really sucked. Um. Do you guys care about Bobby Lashley? No, <laughs> not whatsoever. What what Bob can Lash? they do about this guy? I care about Bobby Lashley that he's getting Leo Rush into segments. Right? Like Leo yeah. Rush is a shit. I have no care about Bobby Lashley. Again, going back to his original run, I never cared about him then either. Like but he tore it up in TNA. What what changed? Okay, but he Lashley. tore he tore yeah. Lashley. Lashley. He tore it up in TNA. Let me get that up. Oh yeah, no, he, he was. He tore it up in TNA to TNA standards. Like, did you ever watch any true. of his matches? Nope, <laughs> I did not. I've watched a few. Uh, I will go on record saying I did watch a few. I didn't watch every single match. I didn't tune into the show, but there has been a couple. Have been a couple that I've uh, tuned into, and he's just he was Bobby Lashley that he's always been. So when everyone's like, "Oh my God, Bobby Lashley is the next big thing," and <laughs> he, he's going to take TNA to another level, you're still. Just Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I I don't know. Headband Bobby Lashley. Now black hat Bobby Lashley. Like that's how you're gonna tell the variations of like he was wearing a colored headband this time. Now it was a dark headband. Now he's wearing a hat. Like that's that's the generation of Bobby Lashley. And it's weird seeing wrestlers wear baseball hats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean John Cena did it, but like John Cena had like a whole ensemble that went with it and like yeah. at least put your logo on it you're wearing like a, a basic black hat yeah like. <laughs> at least put a logo on it do yeah. something try and sell some merch bro 
Ultimate Warrior did it, and he looked like a jabron. Yeah. Ooh. Um. So I don't know. Wrestlers in baseball hats just looks weird to me, especially a blank baseball hat. It just worked for. It works for Cena. Everyone else should stay away. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And he just. Does he have glue on that headband to like make it stay on? <laughs> Maybe. Because when it comes off, I feel like he's like, oh my god, oh my god, what do I, what do I do, what do I do? He I, lost I need my headband. Superpowers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Juggernaut losing his helmet, dude. Where do I have to go? They can see. They can see my no eyebrows. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think that that's what it is. He like has really like there's no eyebrows, and he's like trying to cover them up. It looks like he, he pencils them in a little bit. Ooh. It might be a little penciling. Maybe he puts some topics on his eyebrows. Sits down in the chair while Carmelo's getting her hair done, and he's just like, can you do my eyebrows, please? I'm next, bitch. <laughs> Your eyebrows are running. <laughs> Natty, I'm next, okay? By the way. Um, what else? Ronda Rousey and Natalia versus Nia Jax and Tamina. You're talking at the end of Raw after we watched McIntyre and Ziggler in a cage to open the show. So you gave us everything that we wanted in the first hour and no reason to tune into the third hour. Please keep watching. Please keep watching. <laughs> That's all. They, they had their fingers crossed. Just please keep watching. Please keep watching. Um, who cares? Dude, that was no, like nobody. that was like a roller coaster going up and up and up and up and then it goes down and then you, you hit the slow part <laughs> right at the bottom. It's and then like, that's it. it, you know, it all right. It rides over. So, I mean, it's great that they think they know what we want, but I feel like they still don't have it dialed in quite yet. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't I don't care for this natty Ronda thing that they got going on. They they don't I mean, they obviously going to, you know, go against each other. They have to. But do I care? No, I don't. Quit throwing it in my face that they're best friends. Right? I I still don't believe you. <laughs> I no, and I trained her and like, you know, I just just do the turn already. If you're going to do the turn, yeah. do the turn already. Exactly. Um, cuz no one likes Nia Jax. Um no. and Tamina like who cares? Like who cares? I mean, the one thing that I took away from this is uh Ronda is getting better in the ring. That's the one thing I took away yeah. from this. Yeah, that that is a positive for sure. Um but other than that, I mean, I just didn't not nothing there's nothing going on there. Nothing. nothing. Like Nia Jax is just boring as fuck. Like I don't know, it's whatever I guess. Yeah. And that's how that ended. <laughs> yeah, that's that was it. With a whimper, Raw went away. Yeah. Um, we had some we had some great matches on SmackDown. We had a uh, Samoa Joe uh, versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, we also had my favorite part of the show was Biggie in a diaper sucking on a bottle. No, oh, no. I I miss SmackDown. Why was that happening? He's Baby New Year. (laughs) You know, like, the New Day, when you think they ran out of ideas, they come up with some new stuff, and I fucking love it, man. Yeah. They're consistently good. They they just, I feel like they just, we trust you, do whatever. Yeah. Just don't make us look dumb. (laughs) And then you get Biggie in a diaper and a top hat. It's great. (laughs) And a baby bottle. Um... But Jeff Jeff Hardy and Smojo, we've seen it before, mm-hmm. but this was actually a good match. I I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, it was good. I liked the I liked everything, the dynamic of it. They know each other's moves p- quite well, so uh, everything was going pretty solid. Yeah, Jeff tried to get that that hope spot at the end and uh, was fighting to get back into the ring so he wouldn't get counted out. As soon as he got in the ring, Joe jumped all over him. Oh no! Coquina clutch match over. Done. Jeff okay. went to sleep. And that was actually stoppage. No one quit. So they, they still keep Hardy looking strong. Um, but, yeah, I mean, 
they it's will Jeff Hardy and Samoa Joe. They've been wrestling since TNA. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they, they know each other. They're good. Um, Rusev Day ruined by Nakamura. I mean, the, the U.S. title is a joke at this point, right? Like, yes, I forgot Nakamura even had the belt. And it's sad to think that just a couple of years ago, Nakamura was headlining Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And now, now look at him. Yeah. And, and you know the the sad thing is, is this is what I see that could happen if Kenny Omega does join WWE. Is something like this might happen? I th- I see him. I don't. I don't think he'll let he'll let them do that to him. I see him going the route of AJ Styles if if he comes over. Oh, I, that's what I think they're gonna they'll do that. But look how long it took AJ to like get to that level. To get to the top and get the the belt, that's true. It that's took true. a while because um, Vince didn't know who he was. I don't think he still knows who he is. And we'll get into that in a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, who's this guy? AJ. Who's this? Styles. I have style. Is he? A I, have a, I have a dinosaur head in my office. Is he a mom? I have grapefruits. pH balanced hair, my ass. Um, so. We had Nakamura breaking up the celebration for Rusev Day, and she jumps. Um, he he comes in. Lana jumps on his back. Rusev gives Nakamura a Machka kick, who lands on top of Lana while she's on his back. Uh, kind of a shitty bump, and um, that was that was it. No, I don't. I'll tell you this much: I don't like Nakamura's new getup. I didn't. I didn't care for it. What's his new getup? Uh, he's wearing that full body like bull, full body suit. Oh, like, it, it, it doesn't look right. Just go back to the pants, man. Yeah. Look better. Oh yeah, yeah. I see. I, I don't, see I don't, I don't yeah, care yeah. for it. And the highlight of the night, um, John Cena comes out, shoots on himself. Really, <laughs> he talks about how I don't know why I still have this haircut. It looks awful. I know, but um, this is the part of the show when like I talk and then some some someone's music hits and I'm in the ring and he challenges me to a fight and then we fight. So go ahead and hit the, hit his music and whatever and whoa! Ooh, how good! Yes, what a perfect setup. You didn't get a man; he got the man. Yes, uh, Becky Lynch is so freaking good, dude. On fire, literally. She like. roasted him pretty hard. Ooh, uh, on fire. She said, uh, "She said I," she said something along the lines of, um, "I drop, I would drop you right where you stand, but I think um, I don't want to be the second woman to do that in a year." <laughs> <laughs> uh, was talking about Nikki Bella, um, and then in classic John Cena fashion, he latches onto the person that's hot at the moment. He yes. did it with Daniel Bryan. He did it with Zack Ryder, and now he's doing it with Becky Lynch. They use Becky to get Cena's return over. Oh, for and sure. <laughs> like uh, a bitch. So then we get a mixed tag match. Andrade Cena, Amos, my boy, my number one. I love Andrade Cena. He's finally wrestling. He's finally wrestling. They had a mixed tag match. Uh, Becky Lynch. Wins. She makes uh, Zelina Vega tap out to the disarmer. John Cena, after the match, goes to shake her hand, and she gives him the you can't see me and walks right past him. Perfect. Ooh. You keep her a heel. She's an asshole. She's a badass. Whatever you want to call her, she's yeah. amazing. She's Stone Cold Becky Lynch. Yeah. Oh, yes. And she totally just took Cena to his limits, <laughs> which is awesome. So that that was pretty much SmackDown. Good for um, her. Good for her. Definitely. She's 100%. She's doing big things right now. Because she's still like herself like a lot of people a lot of people already seen are already over her uh yeah i've been hearing that like a few people are like how oh, whatever like. dan o'brien is completely true and when he <clears> says <throat> the fans are fickle they're absolutely fickle yeah. I, th- what else what else more entertaining than becky lynch right now i mean i guess some people are like 
they maybe took the belt off her too quick. But I'm but that's part of the story. It is. Stone Cold and didn't have the belt the whole time either. You, and I'm you perfect, gotta fight for it. I'm perfectly fine with it. And especially I'm perfectly fine with it going to Oscar. Yes. You know, I was perfectly fine with that. Absolutely. So, I mean, these they are marks, you know. We're marks too, so whatever. I mean, at least we're not taking it to that limit. We're not we're not the bad kind of marks. We're the good kind. We're the good ones. Yeah. Um there was actually a fatal five way that was really good on SmackDown too. Um when you got I already kind of knew who's going to win because this story's not over. AJ Styles wins um, the fatal five-way in a match with Mysterio, Orton, Mustafa Ali, and Samoa Joe. Ooh, how was um, that match? Oh, it was awesome. I was I would say go out of your way to watch that. Okay. Um, Mustafa Ali got a lot of uh, a lot of offense in. Um, he went for the. Uh, they're making him a star right now. Oh, for the, the absolute the, star. Look at all the names he's in company with <laughs> in that one match. He just had a match. Look at all those names, dude. Um, <laughs> And actually, that that Samoa Joe Jeff Hardy match was deciding who was gonna be the fifth person in this. Oh, okay. When I hate when it's a fatal five way. That just sounds fatal four way. It doesn't roll whatsoever. It's like what you can have a fatal six way. Like it doesn't <laughs> fatal four way. Like that's how yeah. it works. Um, but they have a fatal five way. Um, and yeah, I would say go out of my way for that. Um, AJ Styles. Um, so basically, what happens? Um, Mustafa Ali gets hit with a 619, and then, you know, everyone gets their finishes in. Randy goes with an RKO on. Wait, I'm reading this wrong. I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the heart of 205 Live, Mustafa Ali was in caught with a 619 and, RK and RKO before Randy Orton took a 619 himself into a springboard 450 splash by AJ Styles. That allowed AJ Styles to win the match wow. and is the number one contender. So a big sequence at the end of that match. Um, I would say go back and watch that. Um, so yeah, go, go AJ. You know, um, they ha their story's not over yet. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. I I don't know who's gonna win this Royal Rumble match though. Mm. Between it's, them, it's a tough one because they're they're both like hot right now. They, I, they I, they're fire. If I was gonna go one way, I would go Daniel Bryan. Just close out this chapter. We'll come back to it maybe one day. But I think Daniel Bryan needs the belt right now. If he's gonna be, if he's gonna be the Daniel Bryan he is right now, he definitely needs that belt. One hundred percent. I think he needs that belt to help shine the heel that he is mm -hmm. and like keep that running and keep. I think they he can keep a face, uh, someone a uh, face running after him like AJ or even. I don't even know who else could go after him. I mean, maybe even Mustafa Ali. Why not? You know, YOLO. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's helping build a future star right there. So down the line, if, if he holds on to it, he would be a yeah. viable competitor that we've seen go toe to toe with him. Yeah, definitely. In this match, you also saw, I don't know if you guys saw SmackDown the week before, but Vince McMahon slapped AJ Styles in the face. Ooh, I it did was see hard that. too. Because he was yeah. like, who are you? You're not even in the main event. Dan Ryan is. Who are you? And, uh, yeah, he slapped the shit out of AJ Styles. AJ Styles then potatoes him. Tomatoes him? <laughs> but potato. He tomatoes him. <laughs> tomato. Um, and then Raw SmackDown went off the air with Vince smiling. This week, we saw a different side of AJ that we haven't seen in a long time. He, he got a lot of heel moves in. Um, he was very fired up, as they would say. Awesome. Um, so I'm excited to see. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is the story storylines. It doesn't have to be dumped on me at one time. But mm -hmm. if you just slow burn these things that are actually interesting, 
I will tune in to watch, not yes. just because I have to watch the show, and I want to actually enjoy the stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's they're, they're they're doing all the right things at the beginning of the year. They did it like right towards the end of the year. So I think if they kept running it this way, they can they can definitely keep it going up until WrestleMania and like and so on. So absolutely. Um, Wrestle Kingdom is tonight. A year ago, Sean was at Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. Are you serious? Twelve. Yeah. Damn, that's dope, man. How was it? I heard. I know the. They said the crowd is a little different there. Uh, one hundred percent different. Yeah. Yeah. They are so crazy. They are passionate. They are. It's different. Like they don't sit there and scream. You don't yeah. just randomly go like, "This is amazing!" Yeah. Like you wait. You wait until you're supposed to. Like, oh it's wow. The respect. You let the performers go out there and do what they do, and then once they hit that spot, you explode because you're like, "They did it successfully." It's such a weird. Weird. It's weird. Oh, wow. It's just so strange. It's so strange. But it's something I've always wanted to do. On kind of like a last minute deal, right? Let's let's just talk about it. I mean, okay. I have the, the card here. Well, we'll talk about that. But let's talk about, Sean, you had a very like unique experience last year. I almost did. a year to the day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingdom 12, Jericho gets announced fighting Omega. Mm-hmm. Alpha versus Omega. Um, and you said, I'm going to that shit. I am pretty sure it was within like 72 hours after that match got announced. Like, I I was like, oh, that's worth seeing live. I've always wanted to go see wrestling in Japan. That was something I always wanted to do, just to be in that that different crowd, that different capacity, and mm-hmm. just go see that, like, the Puro style of wrestling. And uh, that was my excuse. Everything lined up. It was perfect. I think I had five weeks, six weeks or so. Yeah. And I was like, plane ticket and was searching rooms, hotels. What's 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 the best conversion for everything? Damn. Like, what do we do? And then let's just go. I would have been scared. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna get killed. Yeah. Going somewhere I've never been. <laughs> I've never been here before. I don't speak the language. I'm gonna get killed. Yeah, so Yakuza. You, you went by yourself solo. Oh wow. I went solo. I left New Year's Day. Uh, my flight was like seven o'clock in the morning. New Year's Day. It was like a twelve hour flight out there. Um, do you get claustrophobic in? You know what? You just so don't think about it. I totally get claustrophobic. And I, I walked up to the counter and I said, how much would it be? I had like the the economy plus seating. I was like, yeah. how much would it be to get a first class seat? Oh, shit. Damn. And they were like, it'll be 230 something dollars and change on top of what I've already paid. So I, you just you pay $200 right now. And I went for 12 hours of my life. Might be worth it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I would hundred percent think so, dude. Two hundred dollars <laughs> on top of whatever your the flight was originally. Yeah, worth the investment. Really, and, dude. To lay down, I was just like sitting there editing, had my own little thing. You get the ladies walking up, bringing you teas and sushi Damn, and like all this man. shit. Like I was out of place beyond my means. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's in like suits and ties and stuff, and You're like with a bullet club shirt. Yeah, like. I was sitting there. I'm like too sweet me as I'm walking down the. <laughs> Dude, that's you have to awesome. go to the bathroom if they walk by. All the other peons are just too sweeting everyone. You go back to first class, <laughs> but it was worth it. It made, it made the that twelve hour journey, which was the longest flight I have ever had. It was one was straight say, flight. Twelve hours is a long. Twelve hours flight. is a long time, especially being in in just a metal tube, thousands of feet above yeah. the sky. Like I I couldn't imagine. I've got a bad back, bad neck, and stuff like that. So to sit in like a little 
you know, a little airplane seat, oh. like in in economy. Probably a middle seat too. That would have killed oh. me. It would have ruined my trip because, it, like, imagine getting to your your vacation destination and being like, "Fuck, my body hurts." And like, yeah, I, I don't. I want to sleep for five sleep. hours. Yeah, I walked like fifty some odd miles, like fifty two miles in eight days, just walking around Japan, just as much as Dude. I could. Just as soon as my eyes would open, like jet lag screwed me up one day. But like the first day I got there, I was like. I'm here. Let's go. And it's nighttime. It's like two o'clock in the morning and I'm just walking empty streets everywhere. Just like Dude, trying to get my, cool, it was man. amazing. And then Russell kingdom every year gets held at the Tokyo dome. The Tokyo dome is, is, is a legendary yeah. for, for sports in general, not just new Japan and wrestling, but Huge. sports entertainment. So, yes. Yeah, sports, <laughs> sports entertainment. Um, but we're talking about the Tokyo dome and I wanted to see that building. I wanted yeah. to watch wrestling in that building and everything lined up and i went to Russell kingdom 12 and it was it was it was wonderful it was such a cool experience awesome. i got lucky so when you go onto uh the new japan website and you go to buy your tickets even with the english translations and stuff they uh -huh. have arena a arena b arena c arena d you buy your ticket in like a block like oh i want arena i didn't know what the fuck i was buying yeah i was like <laughs> Arena A sold out. Let's go Arena B. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Were the tickets expensive? It was like 125 bucks American. So our US for the ticket that I bought was like 125 bucks. And now was that close up? Like I so I front? ended up getting my ticket and I'm standing in line. And they've got like the Tokyo Dome has an entire city built around it, theme park, and yeah. like all the stuff's happening. Oh wow. It. I got my ticket in the mail. They sent it previously to me leaving. And I was actually sitting there watching the mail before my flight to Japan going, I oh hope my, my ticket shows up. I hope my ticket shows up. Like, what would I do? It's not like I can go over there and have a conversation and be like, so my ticket didn't show up. But I speak yeah. to your manager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I ended up having the, this ticket come. It's all in Japanese. And I, I walk up. Going through uh, Japan, a lot of people do have small English skills and stuff. So I'm the asshole that goes there not speaking any Japanese other than like, hello and thank you and like, goodbye. <laughs> That's Konnichiwa. As, as long <laughs> as I can get like that, everyone else was able to work with me. Like, oh, I want this. In Japan, when you walk up, instead of having a menu up on a board like we do, mm -hmm. everything's in front of the counter. So I could literally go, this please. Not knowing what the fuck I'm ordering. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, would, dude, I would die. It's a bowl of noodles <laughs> with some meat and like, I'll eat that. Sure. Why not? Right. I would be like, um, no onions, no egg. Um, <laughs> is, is that octopus? I ugh. I was like, I don't even know half the shit that, that I ate there. Like, I was just, I'll take this. I'll take that. When you walk up to a McDonald's or a Taco Bell or something like that, like, yeah. you can kind of figure out what you're eating. But when you walk in a bowl of rice and some meat, I'm like, is that? <laughs> like, what kind of meat is that? Pork? Yeah. You or don't. Is it chicken? Don't even know. But uh, Bulgogi, brother. <laughs> once oh, I got uh -oh. to the once I got to the Tokyo Dome, I had trouble uh, to in the sense of I couldn't find anyone that spoke English. Yeah. So wow. I walked in and there was like the gimmick booths were right up front. So I went and got like my Bullet Club like uh, scarf because it was like it maxed out at forty two degrees Fahrenheit out Ooh. there. So I was cold, man. So I was like, I'll Jesus take a scarf. Christ. That's the, the, in eight days. It, that was the highest temperature, so I was freezing the entire time. I did not bring enough layers of Ooh. like <laughs> things to keep me warm. But I got to the Tokyo Dome, and place is massive, and it's like you have to walk upstairs, and you don't even realize that you've gone up so high from street level when you're outside the arena mm -hmm. until you walk in, and then it's just this massive arena that goes just down. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it is huge. Beyond, it's a baseball field. 
Like oh, their 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 baseball team there plays at the Tokyo Dome. Oh wow! So it's it's the size of a baseball field. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's huge. And then I go and I'm like, get my scarf and stuff like that. Ask like an attendant standing mm-hmm. next to some stairs, and I show my ticket. I'm like, where do I go? Well, I'm looking for my uh, seat. Excuse me, Oscar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> show me where my seat is. And uh, Mr. Fuji, um, can you show me where my seat is? <laughs> she said, she said down there, and I was like, that that does me no good. Can you walk me there? Can so I started walking down, and I'm like, can't see numbers. Google Translate wasn't translating this ticket at all. Like Ooh. I couldn't find a seat number. I couldn't find a row, a section, nothing. And I'm just like walking around, and I'm walking up and down, and you could buy like as many. In America, you can buy like two beers at a time per mm-hmm. person, right? They were just like, "You want all the beers? Here you go." So I'm walking around with like buckets of beer and <laughs> Damn, shit. Damn, strapped a keg to your back. <laughs> just so give me that one. I'm right just there. walking around and like, I'm just gonna keep walking places until I decide to sit somewhere because I don't know where the hell my seat is, anyways. Yeah, they're gonna come and tell me to move. Hopefully, they'll move me to my seat, <laughs> right? <laughs> so like, if I'm sitting in someone's seat, they they may end up helping me. So I asked a few people, few people. Someone finally pointed down. Like, I'm already pretty low into the stadium. They point Mm -hmm. down to the floor. They said there and across. And I was like, what? I thought I had, like, seating up in the stands or something. Yeah. My ticket ended up being floor seats. So I walked down, and and the guy was like, oh, go ahead and walk through. Opens the gate. And I walk through, and I'm like, which way? And he goes all the way around. So I walk all the way around the stadium. Now I'm walking on the floor of the Tokyo Dome. Dude. And I'm like, I'm walking around, selfies like crazy. They're probably watching this dumb white dude walk around. And I'm like, look at dude. him go. Fuck yeah, man. I would take so many fucking pictures, Oh, man. dude, I was My vlogging phone. the entire thing. I'm dude. like, video pictures going crazy. I'm on the floor of the Tokyo Dome, and I'm walking up. And like, I start seeing people, and I'm getting pointed and pointed and pointed. And next thing I know, I'm ending up in a section that is up against the stage. The ring was a ways away yeah. from where I was sitting. You had a perfect view. It's a straight view. Uh, all the Japanese people like just sit throughout the majority of the show. Yeah. So you never have to worry about someone standing in your way. You're sitting on floor seats. It was like all I had to do was just sit up a little bit more. Yeah. Or like, I could like see a over sign it. going up in front of you. We had that problem at TakeOver where oh. once one person stood up, it was over. Like You're done. I'm watching on the... I'm not even watching the ring. I'm watching the thing above the, the, the stadium. That's yeah. the one thing I fucking hate is that... Here in America, everyone just has to fucking stand up. Yeah. Like, Dude, just fucking sit down. You can get a same view if you just sit down. And and if I'm sitting here watching the screen, I could be at home on my couch watching exactly what they're showing me up there, but mm-hmm. I paid to be here watching that. Like, yeah. It's exactly. annoying. But, of course, the the Japanese are, are super respectful to mm-hmm. everyone around them, and they're, that's just how their society's built. I ended up being like uh, a section away from the ramp coming down, mm-hmm. uh, sat there, felt the pyro, had Okada's money falling all over me. I came home with Dude, like six of the Okada bucks and sick. stuff like that. It ended up being for 125 bucks. Like I've spent way more than that on Mania tickets. That's Ooh. that's like a thousand dollar ticket, right? And had Mania. shitty seats <laughs> at Mania. Like I spent $300 on tickets uh, to Houston and it was like. We're fucking at the back of the football field, kind of like on some risers. You can't see sh- like much, but like it's there at least, right? <laughs> <Stadium> <laughs> I can hear the music. <laughs> like that, that stadium was huge. Um, yeah, th- these ended up being great seats. It was such an amazing experience to be able to see um, the Bucks and Jericho returning to Japan after whatever it was, 20 some odd years. Yeah. And watching him have. 
watching him have that match with uh, with Omega and seeing just seeing wrestling in Japan was uh, God the perfect experience. like Mark Overload. I was freaking out. I, it was great, yeah. especially because like all the journey and all of this led up to not only getting there but getting like amazing seats. Yes, that then, I didn't even know about. Like it was just a surprise. That's yeah. That's a that's a dope ass story, man. Because I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just not as venturous as I, uh, I should be. But I just cannot fucking do that. Like, just go. Whoop! I'm gonna go to Japan. Yeah. See you guys. Oh, dude. I'd be like, I gotta know what I'm gonna eat at all times. Like I I I can't just go. I wish I could. That that, oh, that I was wish part I could. of the adventure. And like, there's always a McDonald's. There's always a Taco Bell. Yeah. You could always fall back on that. 7-Eleven, which is huge for tourists. 7-Eleven, you walk in there, dude, you got your burritos, you got your, your tacos, your taquitos, you zap anything in a microwave. Damn. So like, you could always fall back on one of those plans Yeah. yeah. of like, well, if I'm not comfortable walking up and ordering something from there, there's always a 7-Eleven, <laughs> right? Okay. Like, yeah. survive off a Red Bull and taquitos out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it, it was cool. But like, to go to Japan and just eat American food is kind of that would be stupid. I did it uh, for my YouTube channel. I I went to to McDonald's, Taco Bell, and stuff like that. I had yeah. the Taco Bell fries when they were only in Japan before oh, they before they were in here. I was like, I got to film that video, like Taco <laughs> Bell fries in Japan when everyone in America is like going Taco Bell fries. <laughs> like what? <laughs> That's cool. Uh, for the people that don't know who you are, yes, um, go ahead and. Give give yourself a little a little plug plugarini. Ooh, uh, I'm I'm on YouTube. My personal pet project that that I love and I'm gonna promote here is uh is my vlog. So it's just my my life that I filmed and put out on YouTube over the past year and a half, going on two years I think it is. YouTube.com backslash Sean Brotherton S E A N and then his brother T O N, which yeah. is easy. It's a lot of fucking words <laughs> or letters. I said words, letters. It's a lot of fucking letters. It's a lot of letters, but it's it's pretty easy. It is. Uh, yeah, you just, just remember Brotherton. Yeah, like it's, it's brother, pretty, brother, brother. Um, which uh, the my Japan adventures are are on my YouTube channel. You guys can see uh, the video of me walking around the Tokyo Dome, going, "I'm in the fucking Tokyo Dome." Like, yeah. <laughs> highly recommend go see that episode because it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Thank you, thank you. Um, another episode that I would highly recommend going back and watching is you were on the Chris Jericho cruise. I was on the Jericho cruise. Tell us. Tell us about that. Uh, the Jericho cruise, that was the longest trip that I have ever planned. We knew nine months out. We Damn. had gotten like our, our cabins. We were booking flights. We were getting rooms. We were doing everything. We booked that all of 2018, getting ready for October to roll around. Dude. That was a well-thought-out plan. And uh, I ended up taking like a long trip. It was a two-week trip ending with the Jericho cruise. I flew out to New York. We did a road trip all the way down to Miami where we boarded the the cruise in Miami to the Bahamas and then back. That sounds epic, dude. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> that sounds fucking, fucking epic. crazy, dude. But uh, um, I, we probably should have planned it in reverse. We probably should have done the cruise and then did the entire trip. Because by the time I got to fucking Miami after driving like 2,000 some odd oh, miles yeah, over yeah. like the course of 10 days or 11 days, I was just like, I need sleep. <laughs> I'm fucking Ooh. tired. Yeah. But as soon as we got on that boat, it was like from the get go. High five 
everyone when you get on the ship. <laughs> you are not allowed to step on that ship unless you give someone a high five. Oh, after, you, after you get your credentials and you get your passport checked and do uh-huh. all that shit, as soon as you get on there. Because they're all there for the same reason. Everybody's there for one reason and one reason only. You love professional wrestling. To mark the fuck out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, everyone's going crazy. So we got on there. I've got my bags with me. And I'm like, I look up and I went, fucking Raven's about to get on the same elevator. Like, he's standing right in front what? of me. The Raven's fuck? trying to get to his fucking room, too. Like, so am I. And we're just standing there like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, not going to quote you. All right. I'm just not going to quote you. <laughs> Never more. <laughs> you think if Raven sold insurance, he'd be like, quote the Raven, $2,000. The the cruise was such an unbelievable experience in the sense of everybody is stuck on a boat for five days together. You saw everybody. Now, there were people protected, protected. The elite uh, were, were, like, you saw Nick and Matt all the time. They were everywhere saying hi, taking pictures and stuff. Kenny, you'd see, I saw him in the casino quite a bit. There's a casino on the boat? Total casino. I oh opened and closed that bar every night. Gambler would have <laughs> yeah. gone crazy. If I would have went on that boat, Gambler would have got a hold of me. I wouldn't have been able to be like, I I heard there was wrestling, but I was hot on the roulette table. We got I couldn't walk away. We invested in the unlimited beverage package. Oh, that was the best, worst decision of the entire cruise. Because now you you've paid, I think it's $80 a night or something like that. Or a day. You're paying $80 a day to have any drink you want. Ooh, any drink you want, except awesome. for premium. That sounds dead. The only <laughs> the only thing that I found that I had to actually pay for was if you got anything with a Red Bull, you would pay for the Red Bull. But if okay. you're getting Coke or uh, a juice or something with your cocktail, like a Jack and Coke or a vodka cranberry or whatever it is, dude, completely covered. So now I'm like, well, I got to drink eighty dollars worth of shit today. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to. Well, I've already can... paid for it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get my money's worth. Like, I've got to figure it out. So that specialty cocktails. Jericho had um, like four or five cocktails. He had the uh, the Code Breaker, which was... Uh, oh, I'm not going to remember them all. There was a Code Breaker. There was the Walls of Jericho. There was like... He had all these ones, and one was like a fireball shot. One was like... Um, uh, vodka something. Vodka tonic lion or tamer. something. Uh, lion tamer. Ooh. And then he had the Stupid Idiot. Ooh, oh, dude, fuck. And I went looking at this sheet, and I'm like, oh, that's a fucking Long Island. Uh-huh. Yeah, two stupid idiots, please. <laughs> Let me Great tell you, name. by the next morning, my girl was like, you are a stupid fucking idiot. You uh-huh. had like five of those last night. After drinking all day, by the time first night rolls around, they got the ring set up. You're standing on the top deck of the ship. They blocked off the main pool. They had tiny little pools, but the top ship of the deck is now blocked off, so it's all floor space. And they set a ring right over where the pool would be on this cruise liner. We're like, like everyone would be hanging out by the pool during the day and stuff like that. No, there's a fucking wrestling ring there. Fuck your pool. That sounds like Bash of the Beach. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you're on the top deck of this ship, and... You can look to the right, and you're looking off the side of a boat at the Atlantic Ocean. You look to your left, and you got a wrestling ring, and then you look behind you, and there's a stage. Dude, Jericho's a fucking genius, man. That fucking sounds so genius. fucking cool. It was laid out so perfectly. You had, like, a casino. Uh, there were podcasts, so you've got, like, different, like, theaters that you can go sit down. And the, the, Cole Cabana was recording his podcast. Uh, the guys from Practical Jokers were recording their podcast. Oh, what? That's random. Yeah, uh, it was Sal and 
Sound Q, I, I think it was. But okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so they were on there just fucking Dude. hanging out and shit, recorded a podcast. How many dudes with t shirts on were in the pool? <laughs> None. None. What? What? None. Maybe one or two, but everybody was comfortable. There was there was very little negativity in the air. Everyone was like, we're all here for one thing. Now, yes, a lot of stereotypical wrestling fans were there. I mean. They stayed the fuck out the pool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So they just avoided it altogether. The pool was packed from the time that they opened the two pools. From the time that they opened them to the time that they closed them, the pool was packed nonstop. You're on this ship. The top deck of the ship was crazy, man. It was so hot. You got the sun bouncing off like the wood flooring and oh, shit yeah. like that. It's yeah. like 80-something degrees outside, but then you're getting beat by the sun nonstop. So then Ooh. it's like it feels like it's 105. I don't know if my white skin would be able to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> like burned so quick. <laughs> it was laid out and scheduled out really, really well. And uh, the shows were amazing. It was kind of crazy to stand there on the top. Sh- uh, on the top deck of the ship and you're watching wrestling and you're kind of doing this like it, it's pretty much standing room only so it's like you're either standing up like on, a, on the railing around it or you're standing down on the ground around the ring we do that at bar wrestling all the time exactly yeah, and on. then here you got bar up top you got bars on the side like no matter where you were alcohol was in reach like real quick left oh side my of the, god this well, i need you have I need to. to do this uh left side of the ship is smoking sections. Right side of the ship, non-smokers. You don't want to be near smoke? Go over there. There's bars over there and standing room only. You want to hang out with your friends who smoke? Fucking, well, I'll and catch you on the left side of the, the ship. The boat's huge, so it's not like... Yeah, I mean, the people now... Like, people on the other side are like... Ah, yeah. Ah, like yeah, no, but you're, you're outside. Everyone's hanging out. Everyone's having a good time. For the most part, there's always going to be a couple bad apples in, in yeah. every bunch, but for the most part, every single interaction that we had was... So positive and so cool to sit there, and we're all freaking out about the same shit. Like you're just standing there, and like McFoley walks by, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's McFoley!" Dude. Oh my god, you don't know who's talking to you right now, but he's like, "Dude, did you see him? He's right there." People are walking up, and everyone's just so friendly. Hey, Mick! Like no one was freaking out. It wasn't like yeah, you're getting bum rushed, right? Because everyone's like, "We've probably already met you before." Yeah, or we're all big fans of you. We're gonna see you over the next five days, anyways. No so, need to mark out. Yeah, <laughs> nobody was was going to the extremes of like screaming in their faces. It was like, "Hey, nice to meet you." Hey, shake your hand. How's it going? Mind if I take a picture? No, you're busy. Cool. Catch you on the next round. Like, yeah, it was so calm and so cool. So, so n- you've been the you've been to Jericho Cruise this first one. Yes, they're planning part two. Do I'm you plan? You're gonna go one hundred percent. I think I have to go now. <laughs> I hearing all this. We need to go, oh, and we need to we need to take over a theater and do a put mover podcast yes. on the boat. Oh, that'd be so hot. This be, first I'm, I'm one went it. fairly flawless. Oh, pretty flawless. Timings like from the time that the Jericho show was going on to the time that the fucking. I almost call them strippers. They were dancers. Uh-huh. They, they kept their clothes on, mm-hmm. but the well, whatever dance group Burlesque. that they had there, <laughs> like all the concerts, all the podcasts, everything was on a on a perfect schedule. Oh, plus you had Fozzie playing. Fozzie played like two or three times. They opened up uh, the cruise. Like they oh, gathered, wow. they gathered everyone outside, had like the welcome toast, and then fucking Fozzie played for an hour, followed up by Ring of Honor for an hour, which was then about dinner time. So there was a couple hours off, followed up by like three more hours of Ring of Honor and. What it was fuck? like, oh, okay, this show's done. Let's go grab some food. Let's go change. Go, go fucking regroup and shit. And then when we come back, there's going to be about three hours of wrestling and four hours of 
concerts and unlimited yeah. drinks everywhere. Oh my god, that sounds like a dream, dude. It sounds I need, fucking. I, I'm going. I'm going. I don't care. I'm going. Dude, I would have to take a week to go to that, and then take another week just to recover it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Like it was. It was five days of of just nonstop. Like that 10 a.m. The bars open. 10:01. I was there. <laughs> like every single great. day, <laughs> dude. It All was right. great. It was a wonderful experience. Um, I feel I, I feel like the second one, it's going to be d- interesting to see how the second one is going to differ from the first one. Yeah, they're not going to have the same star power. I'm I, I'm assuming. Well, Ma- maybe or maybe deal not. With all elite. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, but right. I, I'm thinking more in the sense of like, hopefully, in the second one, not everyone's corridored into their like. Like the the thirteenth floor, fourteenth floor, whichever the top floor was, was all private decks and stuff. So okay. you, you had a key. That's where Cody and that's where DDP and that's uh, where yeah. everyone was. Oh yeah, DDP yoga on the ship. I finally got to do DDPY with DDP himself. Oh, shit. Damn, I got my ass kicked, and I've been doing that shit for a while. He fucking murdered us all. Like, oh my god, that I was jello awesome, legs, though. and I'm walking up and down like. The, the the flight of stairs in the ship and yeah. you're like you're walking up and down and you see everyone just like struggling you're like you did it <laughs> <laughs> you did it you, you joined you're one of us so yeah no it was uh, it was uh, it was it was excellent that's that that's an highly un- recommended if you're even thinking about going to the 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 second Chris Jericho cruise which yes yes if if if, if, if you're now. even possibly thinking about it. Just do it. Just fucking do it. That is all it comes down to. Grab, grab a couple buddies. Go in or grab your girl. Go in on a, on a cabin. Get get one without. I got no porthole window. No I don't nothing. See that shit. Like I don't see the water. No, no, the not fuck? not whatsoever. But put that money doesn't matter. Drinks. <laughs> you're not even in your room. You're not even in your room. Really? You're there to sleep. There's too much going on. There's too much going on. And then there's That's when true. there's nothing going on. You have too many people that you could be hanging out with experiences to be made, memories to be had, and everyone's there for the same reason. This is why Sean is the shit. He just fucking does the shit. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) you went to Wrestle Kingdom, all in. Wrestle Kingdom, then WrestleMania. WrestleMania, then all in. Then all in. Then the Jericho Jericho Cruise. Cruise. What's next for Sean Brotherton? Um, Wrestling-wise, I don't know. All in, too, uh, in Vegas. I'll definitely be there. Chris Jericho Cruise 2. I'm not doing another Mania until something like really draws me to it. I yeah. went to New Orleans, had a great time. I absolutely loved the entire New Orleans WrestleMania trip. Uh, 30, what do we have, 33? 33. So, I think, I four. 34. 34. I think it was 34. 34. Four. Whatever this last Mania was. <laughs> uh, the they New don't Orleans. put numbers on them anymore. It, yeah, it's just that's Mania. That's bullshit. Yeah. So, th- the experience was better than the Mania. Okay. The city, the time, being on Bourbon Street with nothing but wrestling fans. That was fun. But then I spent 12 hours at WrestleMania at the pre-show and everything else. uh, Pre-kickoff concerts and all the shit. By the end of WrestleMania, I was just like, I don't even know if I had a great time. Daniel Bryan was great. Seeing Undertaker was great. All these things were great, but it wasn't a great mania. And I was like, I spent a lot of money to come Mm. to this mania. And I would have been better off hanging out in the city around mania. Yeah. yeah. So something like... It's like a VidCon kind of situation. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly (laughs) like what we do at VidCon. Yes. We're going to hang out near it. But uh, yeah, all these other shows, all in and and everything else, the Jericho Cruise, that's worth the time, the money, the experience. And uh, it's it's great. Definitely had to do that. Well, God damn it. We're at the one hour and ten minute mark. Ooh. We went we went over a little bit. I rambled a little bit. So no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> my my problem is we have so much that we didn't cover 
tons. That you need to come back on the show again. Let's do it. You have to. I mean, at this point. If you guys want me back, if, if the listeners want to hear me, uh, make sure to tweet, put me over podcast, uh, Instagram, message him, and, and, and we can send Yeah, but also, also reach out to Sean. Make sure you go to his, uh, his Instagram, his Twitter. Um, it's going to be in the YouTube video, which our card is full right now, so it's just going to be a, a logo <laughs> for the last little bit of the time. That's perfect. Um, but um, do you? Ha- what's your Instagram, Twitter, all that? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, everything's the same. Sean M. Brotherton. M as in Mike. As in Michael. As in Mike the Miz. Uh, I am Sean Michael <laughs> Brotherton, yes. Sean Michael. Sean, Sean Michael. Michael. Yeah. Versus. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Sean M. Brotherton. You can just Instagram, Twitter. Do you know Sean Michael's blocked me on Twitter? How the fuck did that happen? I don't even know. What did you? What could you have possibly <laughs> done to HBK himself that he would have been like, no, not this one? I think there was one tweet that I sent out. Oh, God. And it was a total joke. <laughs> and it, it wasn't meant to be blocked. Like, it wasn't supposed to get me in trouble. Yeah. Um, all I did was say I was watching. It was years ago. I was watching the Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels doc, uh, Greatest Rivalries DVD. Oh, and they yes. were talking about it. And I noticed Shawn Michaels says, you know, a lot. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're in the ring, you know, and uh, Earl, Earl Hebner's going to the match with me, you know, and, and uh, I see Brett, you know, and he's just, you know, he's, he wants me to go over the match, you know. And so I, w- I was watching, and I was like, I'm, I tweeted out, I'm going to take a shot for every time Shawn Michaels, and I tagged Shawn Michaels, every time he says, you know, I'm going to take a shot. I don't think I'm going to live anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And I think that's what got me blocked. Wow. See ya. That's funny that he would take offense to that, I guess. Like, why is he so self-conscious about it? Come on. Short man. fuse, man. Short yeah. fuse. <laughs> well, jokes on him. I have other Twitter accounts, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> definitely we need to have Sean back on because I would love we, to. we barely scratched the surface of your life in wrestling. Um, we haven't even touched on any of that stuff. Yeah, I think so. We need to talk about NLW. We need to talk if, about you know. All if these you want to dedicate, stuff. if you want to dedicate that time, I am more than willing to, to rehash some old stories and uh, a lot of fun memories. A lot, a lot of, of fun, fun memories. memories. So we're gonna get into that. Maybe we can have Brad on the. Sh- Brad was on the show already. Before. That'd be great. Um, trying to get Chris and Matt. They're busy guys. I get it. Yeah. Um, but until I think of a better outro. Yes. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>